Hello, everybody, and uh, you're listening to Transatlantic Arsenal. Uh, my name's Liam. And I'm Mike. And we're going to be your uh, host for this show. Uh, so today's episode, we're going to talk about the Barcelona match. We just uh, watched it. We're going to react to it, uh, give our thoughts on how preseason went, uh, give a little summary on it, and then uh, head what our thoughts are heading into Newcastle, uh, give a little bit of thoughts on what we're going to hopefully see from the team, what tactically we want to see heading into the season, and then uh, what, what lineup. Anyways, we're going to just dive straight in with the, the Barcelona game. Uh, you want to give your quick thoughts on yeah, it? Yeah, so we didn't watch it live. We watched the recording. Uh, we didn't go back over it, but anyway. Um, basically, what I thought was uh, we looked fairly strong in the first half. Um, I'm not sure Barker had their, their top lineup. I think they could have definitely had a, a much stronger team. But I thought we did hold possession well, and uh, we did try um, to you know, move the ball around them, which is a good thing. And I don't think we lost it as often as we as we uh, might have anticipated. Um, Liam? Yeah, uh, pretty much following the same lines. I thought it went a lot like much of our preseason games have gone. Um, pretty much very in and out. While we looked good, we looked good. And then while we looked bad, we, we, didn't, we didn't look good. Um, yeah, to be fair, though, Leno didn't really have a shot to save in the first... 30 minutes so you know from that standpoint I think it was good yeah that's true but I I think there's a a good a good amount to take good and bad from the game Um, okay so let's go with the good Um, the good for me outstandingly is Joe Willock Uh, I think we both talked about it while watching the guy looks well within his depth Uh, I would play I would play him this season as part of our first you know choice squad I think the guy has a lot of composure. He's got a lot of um, awareness of the game, which we'll talk about game awareness in a, in a second or two with some of our players. Um, but from that perspective, I really like the guy. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. Um, I thought we saw a little more of Nelson, but we we didn't. We haven't seen a whole lot of him. I think we've seen some good from him some bad from him like, I'd kind of like to get your thoughts on what, what you thought of him this season this preseason Nelson? yeah yeah I think he's been good I think he uh, he's more for me of a youngster that you've got to keep your eye on and uh, I think Willock is a little ahead of him developmentally because I think Willock is a little I mean I think it's different positions they play too but I think that Nelson definitely shows promise I think Willock is maybe the almost the finished article as far as you know transitioning from youth team to first team. Yeah, I tend to agree. And as far as the, the Barcelona game, I'm not sure how, how much more we're going to take from it. Like I said, very similar to previous preseason games. Probably just going to dive straight in into what we thought as a summary of preseason. Uh, the kind of stock up, stock down. Um, who have you got on that? My stock up, obviously, I think is Willock. I think he's he's really uh, given us that, the old um, like a new signing, as Arson used to say. Um, somebody that's come out of uh, our, our youth, you know, team and, and looks very much ready to do a job. So you know, you can pay twenty million pound for somebody, or fifteen or twenty million for somebody that that looks that you know that ready and that composed uh, so I feel like that's a, a real huge asset it's a stock up for sure and um, then Chambers I think it's been a, a very uh, uh, refreshing 
to see him play well. Uh, I think he's honestly played with a couple of uh, defensive partners that um, that I haven't really, you know, been sure of. Um, and he's done. I think he's done very well in in all of his games so far. Uh, which leads me to my part, stock down. I know I'm going to jump into that too, but I think it makes a lot of difference to Chambers, Socrates, even Mustafi, who everybody gives a hard time to. But but with Xhaka playing in front of him, okay, I know we'll, we'll, yeah, we don't to want to get too negative in, yeah, in a second. But I'm going to go. I'm going to go with my two ups. Um, I think Aubameyang has been by far and away the best player all preseason. Um, I think he's he's going to be ready to go. Uh, Lacazette unfortunately got hurt. Uh, we'll see how that, that lineup starts for uh, Newcastle next week. But I think Aubameyang absolutely should be be ready to go and should be in that team. And he's he looks sharp heading into the into the, into the season. And then you said Willick, so that's just going to leave it at that. But I thought Saka was pretty good. Um, not sure if he's ready. Obviously, we just signed Pepe, but out of Nelson, we already kind of touched on I actually I think I might like Saka I think he's a little small right now I think he could still fill out a bit uh, I think Nelson's ahead of him on that front but just from what I could see it looked like Saka was uh, it looks like he could be really good in the future well I know I'm an old guy here so I've got to say this and, and I, I think it's something I've seen online in a lot of forums and that is that Guys um, like Saka, you know, they, they come into preseason friendlies and just remember, it's competitive, but it's not the real deal. And and Kedia, Saka, Nelson, um, Smith Rowe, all these guys, they are potentially really good and they'll show you flashes. But day in, day out, week in, week out in the Premier League, we always say this old saying is, can you do it in February in, you know, Middlesbrough? Right at Stoke, whichever one it is. Yeah, so that you know, I I like Saka. He's exciting. I think Eddie is too. Um, You know, just not sure I would put Saka in the stock up group yet. But yeah, definitely look good. All right, and then we'll head into the down. Okay, so it's it's got to be Saka. I mean. I still see him doing the same thing. Yeah, we we both watched that first half, and we were we were fairly good, and I thought we were fairly well in control. And two players gave horrendous passes in front of our own box, gave them away, which is it was Jaka, and it was uh, Nelson. And you got to look at Nelson and Nelson, say, that's not the, for the first time this this preseason, and it kind of what Nelson, in, yeah, oh, really? and it's not kind of leads into why I'm not sure about him yet. He just mentally, I'm not sure he's there. But let's let's just stick stick on the Jaka uh, topic, which is look, Nelson's a young guy. Okay, he's going to make those mistakes, mm-hmm. and, and you got to expect that from all our youngsters. Mm-hmm. But but Granite Jacket is an international Swiss international captain. And I just, you know, I just think that in itself excludes him. I'm just that you could just isolate that one pass and say this guy is susceptible to killing us when we're controlling games. And I, I his stock is so far down with me, and it's going to lead me to one of my other questions about the manager a little bit down the road. But yeah, Jaka for me has shown nothing in this preseason that's any different to what he's done in the Premier League for us. And that he's not good enough to play for Arsenal Football Club. End of story, period, in my humble opinion. I agree. Um, and I've been saying that a long time. I think you can kind of vouch for me there. Um, my thoughts on Jacka and uh, Willick are kind of the same for, for what you've said. I kind of just want to echo those two things. Can't really add too much more because I think a lot of what you say is what I 
have said to you. Um, you got a second? Yeah, my other one is it's a combo, so it's a bit of a cop out, but it's the Mikatarian Urzel because the problem is is um, we can't play both of them if we're going to be serious, especially not against good teams. So now we got to figure out, you know, who who we're going to persist with and who's going to be our liability. And I think that that's the problem with the both of them is they create a liability uh, defensively. And Urzel is probably going to be the one, I think, who's going to be producing a little bit more consistently. And so he's probably going to end up getting the nod. But then that means Mkhitaryan's gone or, you know, Urzel's not going to play and then Mkhitaryan might. And when I say gone, I don't mean necessarily sold, but I mean shouldn't be in our in our starting lineup um, on a regular basis. So I know we've got something we're going to talk about in a second, but just so you don't forget in case that's not what you're talking about. You going to touch on the, the combination on the wing and all yeah, that later? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, for down for me, I, it's a bit harsh, but I had Ozil. Um, leave that one with you. And then Mustafi, I don't think he helped himself. I mean, uh, I don't want to berate the guy. I know he's gotten a lot of stuff, and that's pretty much how people are going to talk about him. So I don't think I pile on too much there. But the one I think is a little bit harsh is Maitland-Niles. Um, I don't think he's had a, a great preseason. Uh, I think he's been all right on the ball. I think he's been all right defensively for 80 minutes or 80% of the time he's played. But uh, I know it's immediate thoughts after the Barcelona game, but I hadn't been impressed to the level I'd hope are, are yeah. right back. Yeah, well, I think you got to qualify that for people that don't know us, which is you're not talking about the own goal. That's not really it. It's no. just a more of a general overall. And I agree. I think his attitude-wise, he's been a little bit susceptible to complacency. Um, and I feel like that's something that um, Arsenal players who come out of our youth system have unfortunately been infected with and you look at so many of the players over the last 10 or 12 years I don't go back too far but I'm just saying well, this has been a trend and when you look at Willock he's so refreshingly on, on the ball and in, into it his attitude is so good that for me that's maybe right now what separates him maybe not technically but maybe just because he, he wants to play and he wants to play hard Yeah. so I'll give you know I'll give Maitland-Niles the benefit of the doubt right now I mean I'm not questioning his, his heart because I think he definitely has that and I really do like the kid but in terms of his, his stock I, I think it's it's definitely down in my book at least I think he, he could have done better and I, I think he, he's just been a little bit not lazy but lackadaisical on the ball and it's just something that we've we're kind of struck our, our team at the moment between Xhaka and, and Ozil and I mean Ozil's kind of been that way the whole time but that's just something we don't need and, uh, and maybe Bellerin comes in and he does the same stuff I and mean, he's going to be injured but uh, I don't know. I just, uh, for me, it, it's down. And also, are you are you sort of acknowledging the fact that maybe Maitland Nas isn't playing in his chosen position? Yeah, but what is it now? I don't know. I don't yeah, think anyone really knows. I think it's his position, isn't it? Mm, I think he wants to be a like a semi-defensive midfielder, maybe. Maybe, but for now, it, that seems like that's his future, and uh, it's it's packed in there in that midfield. So. Um, I don't know. All right. Well, anyway, that's. Uh, I think that's a good uh, summary of where we think you know we're we're player individual player wise at what the preseason's done for us. There's been a couple of others, um, but generally, you know, everybody else is 
I think what we're trying to say is what we would have expected preseason, and from each player we've kind of seen you know the good and the bad. So um, next is I think what we're looking for in the Newcastle game. No, we're going to go into um, kind of headlines, storylines. What you think might might think or play the role for the season? So of Pepe. All right, so I got I got three things I'm looking forward to. And the three things are Joe Willock. I'm really looking forward to seeing him. I think he's going to be really good. I think I'm looking forward to a goalkeeper that can actually keep goal and command his box and play the ball. And I'm telling you, a lot of people don't like Leno, but I'm truly thinking he's going to be a really good positive for us. He's a good goalkeeper. He can save, he can play. And uh, based on the debacle of the first goal, it sounds a little... Stupid saying that, but I, I'm totally sold on this guy. I think he's great. And then obviously Pepe. I'm I didn't know he was. I'm going to confess. I had no clue who he was a week ago. I've seen some video of him. And, Ten days ago. Don't be too harsh. Oh, well, <laughs> and uh, he, the guy, just is excited. He can take people on. But you know what struck me the most about him than anything else I've seen is his finishing is clinical. He just passes the ball at. Uh, speed and pace into the corners and love it absolutely excited about that so you want to do some goods or? yeah I'll hop in with at least one um, I'm I'm thoroughly excited about Ceballos um, I know we're kind of just talking about new signings but uh, I think I think a lot of people I, I mentioned it before to, to you and um, a few other people but people will Talking about we haven't signed a center back yet, which is I think we didn't need a center back. I don't think anyone's really arguing that, but I think the additions of Sabias and Pepe can can be um, almost as good as signing a center back in the sense that I think people may forget they, they remember the Mustafi Mustafi calamities and us at the back just being overall pretty poor, but they don't remember how poor we were in midfield and why that yeah, contributed. And how exposed they are. That's, and, that's and why that contributed. To, I, I, and I think Mustafi has some boneheaded errors in him, but I think that that pressure that they're constantly under is a, a big factor in why we we just go through periods where we just look awful. And I think Ceballos and Pepe can relieve so much pressure. Ceballos especially because I think we need a link to maybe to get to Pepe. And we haven't had that link since Cazola left. So, um, Ceballos, I think, is just the, the storyline for us. Unfortunately, it's a loan, but you never know. I'll, I'll touch on that maybe in future episodes on what I, my thoughts are. But uh, that, that would be my, my one good. Okay. And so, my three things I'm not looking forward to. I'm not looking forward to Granite Jacker. I'm not looking forward to um, the defense. That defense is just... It's still a little questionable, but I think as Liam points out, you know, maybe a little bit better midfield play might help that a little bit. I, and I, with Jack, um, I don't know, it's been three or four seasons now, so it's not like he's going to figure it out all of a sudden. But well, we got to be careful on Jack. So I think we need to just say that these are things that we can, you know, I think we can't harp on about him too much. We were talking about it, so we're gonna, we're going to just just say he's a bad, and then as a result, I. Um, and, the, and this is on my questionable list as to why he's even going to be playing. But um, and then one of Urzel and, and Mkhitaryan, and like I said, I, I'm just not looking forward to 
to seeing both of those guys on the field at the same time, and if that happens, it's it's going to be pretty brutal, I think, for us as a as a as a team. We're not going to be solid. We're just going to be giving up the same stupid possession and goals that we've done, and I'm not looking forward to that. Yeah, I mean, just kind of piggyback off that. Uh, we saw a few times today when Ozil started out the second half on the wing. Um, we went through that brutal period where we couldn't hold on to the ball. Uh, same thing against Real. We we got uh, Socrates got sent off. We made a substitution at halftime and ended up bringing Ozil from central. Uh, we moved Mkhitaryan centrally and put Ozil on the outside. And uh, if anyone remembers that game, the Marcelo just just took us apart for the two goals. And uh, yeah, I, I think that's definitely a storyline to look forward to what, what our manager might might do with that. And I think that will lead into, you know. Yeah, so my other questionable, questionable. is, so I'm a big Emery fan. I had been um, last last season when we when we brought him in. I said, you know, give the guy a season. Let's see what he's got. Uh, for those people that have ever read and talked to me about what I think about um, Xhaka, my my take on Emery for the summer was going to be, what is he going to do with Xhaka? And you know, Liam says, you know, he's just going to be crappy, and he's played with us for four years, and we just not don't rate him, and so on and. And I was like, you know, if Emery can turn him around, then maybe that's where he's going to earn his money. Well, I haven't seen any evidence of that. And what's most worrying is that he's still playing him. Um, he's still, like today we lined up in the second half against Barker with Ozil, you know, on the right, Mkhitaryan on the left, and we, we again, we're just getting crushed down the wings because these guys can't defend. They don't want to defend. They're not very good at it. And then with Jaka in there as well, we really, really got overrun. Terribly overrun by a pretty good Barker team. They brought some better players on, but Messi wasn't even close to being on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's just worrying. And, and I just don't know what Emery's seen when he's trying those formations. I cannot for the life of me understand it. But that's a, something I question very, very much is, is he going to get it together and, and start playing a team that can defend? And then my last one would be a Wobi. I don't know what we're going to do with him. I just don't see a spot for him. I think he's a good... We, you know, and I kind of said the same thing to you, but quickly thinking on it, you know, one thing we've, we've always lacked since mid-2000s is depth. And I, I think, you know, we're not lacking there. I mean, I think that's a good thing. We've got plenty of depth. We, and then we touched on Saka and Nelson and whether they even make any sort of impact on the season. I, I think I think Iwobi is, in terms of, Fitting into the first 11, I agree with you. I don't know where he's going to fit in there. But um, people get injured. He could, a little bit of challenge could could do a world good for him. So. Yeah, and I think that's a great point because, like, if anyone remembers the Burnley game, I know it was the end of the season and it didn't mean a lot, but he got kicked up in the air a couple of times and he looked like he got pretty mad. Yeah. And he's played, to me, one of his best games for us. I thought he was outstanding in that game against you know some defenders that will you're going to come up against a lot in the Premier League, those types of defenders. And I think that's kind of a well-being natural, isn't it? He is good enough in certain areas to play for us, but overall, I think we're all kind of not sure if he's good enough. His finishing and, and product is leaving a little bit to be desired. But um, I think I think he could be. He's just got to fig- figure himself out and maybe figure out that kind of fire that you've talked about. Right. Um, and you might be right. Maybe being 
part of a squad that he can't really get into might fire him up or he's going to turn around and say hey I want to play I'm going to leave yeah. Uh, so yeah he, he would be my only other question questionable um, and then I got I got this so I'm going to add this in but, okay. but the, so the what do you think is the least likely thing to happen but you would love to see it and it's going to be one of Mustafi or Xhaka just starting to play football like they're supposed to <laughs> and so that's my pie in the sky sort of dream that one of them snaps out of this malaise that they're in you can keep and, dreaming it's oh, like I'm just almost it. bedtime when we're recording this you can maybe go finish <laughs> that one off alright but that, that would be it for me we, I mean these two guys are World Cup players they're internationals they they should be so much better than they are and yeah. I'm just saying, you know, maybe one of them figures it out and wake up one day and have an epiphany and say, hey, you know what, if I, well, my staff has got to think a little harder, but Jacques, hey, maybe if I put some effort into this, I could actually be pretty good. Yeah. So that's my final kind of. Okay, know. well, p- before pivoting into next week, the one thing I'm going to spring a little trap on you here is, uh, what, how would you rate our, our transfer window so far? And then we've got one week left. What would you like to see? All right, so it's a really easy question, actually. We're a 8.5 out of 10, because if we signed a centre-back, it would be an 11 out of 10 for me. What um, about the left-back? No, Tyranny. I don't have a problem with Monreal. I think he's plenty good enough, but he needs support. He needs someone in the midfield to, to be able to help him when he comes up against better, faster players, and we, we tactically just need to be better against fast pacey wingers and I think that we, we can overcome that not everybody in the Premier League even the, the best teams have got these like outstanding left backs I mean um, Andy Robertson for sure but City haven't got a decent left back as far as I can see United definitely didn't Chelsea I think they uh, Aspilicueta doesn't play left no, I don't think Chelsea have even got an outstanding left back so no I mean that's off the top of my head but no don't see it don't see it as a problem Tierney yeah, might be good. He might not be any good. So in the Premier League, you know, nobody's really seen him. Uh, so no, for me, a centre back is probably the essential, and yeah. um, that would be an eleven uh, if we got, uh, um, yeah, a centre back. Yeah, well, I I pretty much echo the same thoughts. I I guess you might say you'd like to get Tierney, uh, but it's not. Essential in that, that that's at least what I, I would say. I uh, I think Monreal has definitely seen the best days are behind him, and uh, Kalasnech. I think that his saving grace was that he was really good last last season going forward, and we we just didn't have anyone to go forward. And if we're we're good going forward, I, I think he's gonna struggle because that's not gonna be the focus. We're gonna focus more on the defensive side. Um, and that, that pretty much, like I said, echoing what you say. Um, but so heading into Newcastle, um, we're going to just start off what we want our uh, first 11 to be, what we want our starting 11 to be next next week. Um, I've kind of already seen what, what you've gone with, and I, I, we've talked about it. I, I'd go with pretty much the exact same thing. So we're probably just going to switch off. Um, if you want to start with a keeper, I mean, that's not really a question. I think we're both yep, going to go with know. Right so, I'm a big fan. Uh, I, I, I am too. I, I like what I've seen. Uh, he had a few mistakes early last season, but since then, I don't think you can really change a whole lot. Um, Make the Niles until Bellerin's fit, and then 
they, yeah, they're going to have to figure it out for themselves. I agree. I mean, until Bellerin's fit, and we don't even know what he's going to be like when he comes back. But he, he did. He was playing pretty well until he, he got injured, obviously. I'll take Nacho at left back over uh, uh, Kolasinac every day of the week. I think the guy's a true defender. He's not bad in the air. I think he's very smart and he's very savvy. And I don't think people like playing against him particularly. So I think, I think I'd take him over Kolasinac. I, I like the guy. I think he's good enough to play for us if we do the other things well around him that we need to do. Centre defence, I'd have Socrates and Chambers. And obviously uh, when Holden's fit, um, probably going to have holding and then hopefully you know another one that we bring in so I think we can do it with Socrates and Chambers but obviously you talk about injuries you talk about you know suspensions and, and uh, Socrates is obviously a good candidate for a suspension yeah. fairly soon so you know uh, I'll take those two to start against Newcastle so de- defensively and uh, goalkeeper I think we're, we're pretty much on the same lines um, moving in the midfield, and then we're talking about Newcastle. We're right? talking about Newcastle because we're not talking about playing Chelsea or United. No. Or, Correct. So I think um, you know Gendouzi Torreira in the anchor role. Obviously, Jack is probably going to play, but that's going to hurt my feelings some. Um, but I would play those two in front of the defence with Willock slightly ahead of them, um, and then up front. Well, uh, let me go in. My one difference in this lineup would be. Given that we're playing Newcastle, who, again, is a start of the season. We don't know who's going to be good and who's going to be bad, but just gonna if, if we're saying they're going to be as good as they were last year, Newcastle I'm talking about, um, I think you got to go with... I mean, Willick's been good going forward, but I think you got to go with uh, Ceballos. I mean, I don't know. I, I'll, I'll put my hands up and say I'd never watched the guy. I had watched a little bit of him in the... Uh, you, you, uh, what was the tournament this summer? Uh, oh yeah, the, the Euro, under twenty one Euros. So, oh yeah, um, I watched him a little bit there, and then we got linked to him. And to be honest, I watched a lot of his YouTube. But again, I just think he provides a different dimension that we've been lacking um, for against good team or bad teams or well, good teams, but for bad teams as well. Whenever we have someone, we have two blocks in front of us. I think we we definitely need a guy with a little bit of different quality to him. So for me, I, I would probably leave Willock out. Um, but maybe I, I'm, I'm kind of split there. I maybe go with Guendouzi or, or Willick, but I definitely have Sabias in there, and then I'd, I'd have Torreira again. Jacka, I wouldn't, don't, wouldn't want him in there, but probably going to be in there. But anyways, and then finally going up front, who you got? Yeah, and again, this, this is the thing about um, Aubameyang, Lagazette, Pepe would be. I mean, I think that's what everybody's preferred lineup is going to be. Uh, especially against a team that we can run out and attack and hurt behind, um, hurt wide. Uh, obviously, if Pepe's not ready, then I wouldn't mind going with Ozil in the middle with those two. Um, you know, like behind um, the, the, those two. Uh, but then maybe you do pull Willock out um, and you put in um, Tobias or, I don't know, maybe even play a Wobie. Um, it's just a difficult thing to know, but... You know who's fit and who isn't, but yeah. if, if those three are fit, I think I'd love to see them all play together. I agree. And then my only question on that is: you got Aubameyang on the left and Pepe on the right. I'm assuming. Yeah. Pepe's left yeah. footed. Yeah. 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 I, I'd agree. But so. um, that kind of wraps everything up. Anything else you want to add? 
Not really. I'm excited about the season, and like I said, the, what is going to be the, what I'm worried about is is watching Jacker line up in the first game because um, that poses not just a question of Jacker for me, but the entire like way Emery sees things, and we haven't got ten or twelve games to try and figure this out because right. by the time we get there, we'll be so far behind. Well, one uh, thing, one thing I do want to get in on on record. Uh, I don't know if we're going to have anything else after this between the next the first game of the season, but. And give me your thoughts on where we end up, position. Um, we'll, we'll stick to Premier League right now. Or we'll throw in the Europa League. Where, where do you think? I'm going to give myself an out, which is I do think we need a defender. And I think with a, with a good, solid defender. Uh, in the market, we need a defender? Yeah, I think we got who because I don't well, think. Assume we don't because I, right at this point, I'm not sure that's happening. If it doesn't happen, I think we're going to. Struggle to finish top four. I think we need a defender. Um, I think Holding's definitely good enough, uh, but I don't, I'm not sure about any of the others. And if Chambers steps up, then that'll be another arson, like a new signing, and that'd be great. But I'm not sure that's going to happen. So I would say if we don't sign a defender, we're probably, unless we can outscore everybody like 6 5, I can see us struggling to get in the top four again. I think with a defender, and if Pepe is half as good as he might be, and if. Um, so Bias is half as good as he might be and like I said Jacker doesn't play a lot of games I could see us getting in the top four well I, I kind of agree with that being said I think you look at around us um, City you can make a case where they got better I mean I definitely wouldn't say they got worse they, they made one signing of note a couple signings of note they're going to be good again they're going to probably be out of our, our league and then Liverpool um Again, kind of same thing. They didn't make any signings, but I think they'll they'll be pretty good. And then Tottenham and Dombele haven't watched a ton of him, um, but I'm sure it'll be good for them. So I'd say they're only going to be better. I think in an ideal world, we'll we'll fight with them. Um, but I think top four is attainable, even without a centre back. I say that just off of what we've we saw last season. I don't think United have gotten any better. Uh, the Dybala news I don't know what's going on with that this is pre-Dybala sign for them if he ends up doing that I really do rate the guy but it's for a different discussion and Chelsea they they didn't really sign anyone they couldn't they got Pulisic in they lost Hazard and they got Kovacic but they had him last season so I, I just think out of the three teams us, Chelsea and United we've gotten I think significantly better with the addition of Ceballos, Willick's introduction, and then Pepe. So, for that reason, I think I think it would be a, a major disappointment if we don't finish in in fourth at least. Um, and then Europa League, I mentioned that a little bit, but uh, I think we'll leave that for another time because it, it's not so uh, week to week base. But, anyways, with that, we're gonna we're gonna sign off and uh, hope you guys enjoyed and. Uh, We'll see you again next week. All right. See you next week.